This edition of Steve Adubato Uncut, the podcast, has been made possible by the Russell Berry Foundation, St. Joseph's Health, and Fidelco. It is now our honor to welcome Reverend Stephen Roselle, who is the 1997 uh, Rustbury Making a Difference awardee and an Episcopal priest. Good to have you with us, Reverend. Thank you very much. All the way back in 1997, you were a winner. Uh, that was the first year of the awards, the Rustbury Awards for Making a Difference. You remember that? Uh, I, you know what? I had forgotten about it completely until uh, they formed the group of all the winners, and then and then uh, I I kind of remembered because I've got memorabilia uh, from it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also the organization that you uh, uh, were working with, curbing hunger. What, what yeah. was the what was the organization and the mission? Because it still exists today. Well, it was um, to provide food for the community um, by collecting via our uh, recycling uh, crew, um, and it was only in the month of June with the theme "Hunger Doesn't Take a Vacation." So uh, it all started with an idea that I had at breakfast table with my family. I, had, had, I was president of the food bank at the time and the recycling center in Somerset County was the next building. So um, I'm having breakfast, it was a Monday morning and the recyclers came and I just got the idea. Oh my goodness, why couldn't we um, put some food out with our recycling and have the recyclers uh, just drop it off on their way to the recycling plant? And so I went to the uh, freeholders and I love the idea, but you can't mix food with garbage, they said. <laughs> but we love the idea so much, we'll be happy to provide a truck to follow the recyclers to pick up food. And so first year we collected 80,000 pounds of food, which is uh, more than they get the rest of the year put together. And uh, that started it off. It was so exciting. And, and the Russ Berry folks, the foundation, the uh, Berry Foundation recognized you that first year. Did, did you have any idea I mean, literally, we're just about, we're getting close to 25 year anniversary, which is why this series is called 25 for 25. The idea that millions of dollars have been awarded to folks like yourself and not-for-profit organizations, uh, well over 300, close to 400 uh, people have been recognized as winners of the Rustbury Making Difference Award. What do you, from your perspective, as a man who is dedicated, as a leader who's dedicated himself to making a difference in the lives of others, the idea that there are so many people making a difference and that the foundation recognizes them. What do you think that says? I have a theme that we find what we look for and um, so that you can look for what's wrong or you can look for you know, what's wonderful and that's a great way of um, perpetuating uh, you know, the idea of bringing hunger um, to the forefront of people's minds and consciousness so they can contribute. You know, one of the things that, that made this go I don't, I don't think too many people like being accosted at the shop right, you know, would please hunger. But this is a, this is a very convenient way of, uh, of, of giving food to the hungry. And right. I think it's uh, like, wow, that you got recognized for it. I, it was beyond my comprehension what would happen after that. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Reverend, the work you're doing today, yes. nearly 25 years after we met at the Raspberry Making a Difference Awards. Um, you focus a fair amount on grief, helping people deal with grief. And as, as it relates to COVID-19 and grief, what in particular makes dealing with grief so difficult right now? Well, one of the things I do about grief is I, I always have families create a project. 
that captures the goodness of the person they're grieving for. So they're not left with a past, but that the, there's a, as a result of the awfulness and the grief that a project is created that brings life somewhere else. That's the way I do things. How do One you do that, Reverend? How do you do that, Reverend? Well, I'll give you an example. Three years ago, a woman came to me who had grown up in this church with her son. They lived in Florida, and he uh, died tragically um, in his early 30s. And I said to her, Dory, the mother, tell me about your son. And she said, well, my favorite story about Jeffrey is a couple years ago, he was driving on the highway in Florida, and he came across this heron that had been clipped, and it was fluttering all over, and cars were going crazy around it. Jeffrey stopped the car so that no one could hit the heron, put the heron in the trunk, drove it to the bird sanctuary, and six months bird sanctuary called and said the heron had healed and they put him back into the wild so I said mother Dory it sounds Jeffrey was very kind and compassionate she said those are the exact words that I would use so with a lot of thing um, they both went to high school in Butler for the last three have presented the Jeffrey Keenan kindness and compassionate award uh, $500 gift certificate and I said to Dory Dory it'll be a parent's proudest moment you know, we do sports at graduation, we do smarts, but we don't do your heart. I found out last year the kids at Butler High School are actually competing for the award. Is that fabulous? Awesome. You've got hundreds of kids competing to be kind and compassionate, and the mother got a little sparkle back to her, and that's, that's what I do. I, I, take, I take the awfulness and create life somewhere else, and that's one of my favorite examples, and, and the mother, Dory, is like so excited you know, uh, she gets phone calls from the the award winners, uh, but she has life somewhere else as a result of the tragedy of her grief. But you know, Reverend, that's powerful on so many levels. But the other question, in terms of COVID, how, yeah. I'm curious, how has it impacted your ministry? Well, um, from the beginning, this is just my way of doing things. You can be focused on what's wrong or you can be focused on what's possible and so um, the the church services inside have been minimal you know for right. for obvious reasons um, but as a result of doing um, uh, Facebook services we have 600 people watching the service instead of 150 people uh, on Sundays I've started a meditation every Sunday which is like a, a middle uh, like a small sermon but it's like uh, I don't I don't dwell in the past where grief is. It's like, let's take, let's take the awfulness of something again, create something. And so I've, I've met more people walking in my neighborhood than ever before. And, hmm. and so um, it's like, yes, there's awful, but I, I don't focus on awful. I focus on what's possible. How'd you get to be such a positive person? Well, um, maybe through education, I've, um, um, I, you don't learn that in seminary. Um, in fact, yeah, everything in seminary is about your head. Oh, it's just a, been a long process along the way. And, um, and it's why, what I preach about all the time is listening for what's possible, not what's wrong. And um, I've done a lot of education with Landmark, Steve, and that's been a high influence in my life. I did something that, just for clergy called the Mastery Foundation which has been just powerful in my life. And that's been the impetus for my viewpoint. But we got about a minute and a half left, and, but I need to ask you this. Yeah. For folks watching right now, um, this will be seen in 2021, um, COVID 
is devastating for so many. Um, by the time we, from when we tape this to when it airs, more people will die, more people will get sick. Um, where is, dare I ask, the silver lining? Other than the vaccine issue, which is obvious, where do you see, got a minute left, where do you see the silver lining? Well, I see the silver lining as you can be focused on your own grief, but everybody out there is grieving some way in one degree or another. So, so rather than being focused on your own grief, it's like find people, you know, we, we, relationships are created when we have something in common. So find people in common that are grieving and, and be a support to them rather than isn't it awful for me. That, again, then you create life rather than dwelling in the miserable. So there's grief all over the place. Find other people who are grieving and comfort them and, and, and be, a, be a present to them. Yes. Yeah, really, say that quote again. Don't focus on what is wrong. Focus on what is possible, right? What is possible, yes. And so you can be focused on your own grief and isn't it awful and all of that. Or you can be on the lookout for others who are grieving and be a source of support for them. Create a new re yeah. relationship. Well, Reverend Stephen Rosell, I'm pretty confident, very confident. You're just helping an awful lot of people just sharing your perspective. Uh, 1997, Russ Ferry, Making a Difference awardee, Episcopal priest. I want to thank you, Reverend, for thank joining you. us. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm Steve Adubato. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time.